for our <coughs> first full day together. Uh, just an invitation to keep it very simple, to keep the practice quite simple as we uh, enter into uh, our retreat together. And I just want to use one phrase that is in the Genjo Koan to really tie together this practice of Vipassana and, and Zen practice. As Dokken says, he says, meeting one thing is mastering it. Doing one practice is practicing completely. Here is the place, here the way unfolds. So when you do one practice, you're practicing completely and here's the place, here's, here's the way that the Here's the way unfolds here, this path unfolds. And the one practice we want to encourage you to engage in is just this willingness to be present that I mentioned last night. Just that, just your willingness to be with what's arising right now. For example, like the sound of my voice coming and going the one practice of your willingness to be present right now, the feeling of the body sitting. And in particular, especially for the sitting practice, uh, what I'm going to invite you to do is to have this willingness to be present, to have as an anchor the breath. But just for today, keeping it simple, coming back to the breath again and again and again. And when the mind gets pulled away from the breath to notice where it's been pulled away to, so there's still a sense of willingness to be present of how the mind's getting pulled away from the breath and then returning to the breath. Also on this first day, just an encouragement to remember um, you're so not in control of how today unfolds. <laughs> Which I find relieving. Yes, we're here to influence the unfolding of especially the heart and mind. So there's a place to influence. So, so much of early Buddhism is about learning that art of influence. And yet, I'm not in control. And often on the first day, you know, the mind can be sleepy or groggy or irritated or foggy. Just noticing, oh, that's the way it is. And I can still have this influence through this willingness to be present. So in light of this, yeah, beginning right now with allowing for a quality of relaxation in the body. Maybe allowing certain parts of the body to relax, allowing the hands to relax.
Checking in with the shoulders, allowing the shoulders to drop and to ease. Allowing the whole torso to be upright, yet settled. Allowing the jaw to relax and the muscles in the face to ease. And then allowing the eyes to rest back into their sockets. And when you allow the eyes to rest back into their sockets, you might notice a quality of relaxation pervade the entire body. Now I invite you to begin to feel the breathing. Either get a sense of the whole body as you're breathing or feeling the breath at a particular place, for example, as, as the abdomen rises and falls as you breathe in and out or the breath going in and out of the nostrils. And if you notice anything pleasant about the breath, to actually really savor that, it's really so important to allowing our systems to settle is to savor 
anything pleasant in the breath or reside in anything that's neutral in the breath if there's nothing pleasant. Keeping it very simple, simply feeling the breathing, the willingness to be present with the breath. Doing one practice is practicing completely. Here is the place. Here the way unfolds. If the breath is problematic for you, feel free to instead use the activity of hearing. But if you can contact the breath in a relative way to stick with that.
And when do you notice the mind has been pulled away from the breath? To have the willingness to be present with that moment. With the recognition, oh, thinking has happened. Or hearing has happened or an emotion has arisen. Ah, this is what's going on in the present moment right now. Just to notice that. Sleepiness is there, or agitation. And once you notice that, maybe take some time with it, and then return to the feeling of the breathing. And when your mind has been lost or there's a lack of being present and then there's the moment of coming back into being present of noticing that thinking has occurred or the moment when the mind comes back to the breath to have this quality of heart of yes, I'm back. So reinforcing this quality of presence. Oh, wonderful, I'm back, even if it's for a moment.
continuing just like this, continuing with this willingness to be present. Not even being present, just the willingness to be present. Using the breath as an anchor. Meeting one thing is mastering it. Doing one practice is practicing completely. Here is the place. Here the way unfolds.
So again, just this <coughs> strong encouragement for this first day to have this willingness to be practiced with whatever you're doing in the sitting meditation or when you're standing up or getting a drink of water, walking up and down the stairs, especially the the bodily experience of, of all this, of always coming back with this this willingness to be present. Also for the first day, um, I guess one thing to keep uh, keep in mind, I remember um, I had led a retreat with a colleague, actually with Matthew, and um, a colleague of ours, and we got some feedback about the retreat, how the retreat was being held at the end of the retreat, and somebody wrote, um, the retreat was great, and it would have been an, a really the ideal retreat as long as you could just take away the first day. Uh-huh. So other than that, it's a great retreat. <laughs> so, so sometimes... The first day can be um, kind of groggy and challenging, but just remember, so, so it requires also a kind of a gentleness or softness with ourselves as well, as we just are continuing to be, have this willingness to be present. And then just a few announcements. Um, just one clarification, if you have a yogi job of being uh, one of the practice leaders ringing the bell, if there is a teacher sitting up here um, and you're a practice leader for that time, feel free, you can sit just right next to us or you can sit in the chair and then you can just uh, take the bell uh, with you and ring the bell. If if we're going to be changing that sit or we're going to be making some kind of announcement or change it in some kind of way, we'll let you know. But just uh, continue with that, um, with, with ringing the bell. And sometimes you'll see us uh, also sitting down over here too. So again, just... Uh, continue with that if we're even if we're in the hall. And then just a few things for this morning during the 11 a.m. walking meditation. We're going to be going, o- going over two things. One is is we'll be going over posture. Just if you want any instruction about, uh, in particular, sitting posture, either sitting on the floor on a cushion or in a chair, we'll be going over some of those details. And it's really important for our vipassana practice. And then you'll see, uh, actually, especially in Zen with Dogen, the the posture of sitting is so intertwined with with the, the embodiment of uh, the path. And then after that, we would really like to ask people that are new to retreat or newer to retreat, we're just going to have a time just to briefly check in. So even if you're not so interested in the posture to stick around for that, just to see if there's any questions or so we can clarify anything. So either people, this is your first retreat or you feel like you're relatively new to retreat or need a refresher, come at, at 11 a.m. so we can uh, connect with you here in the meditation hall. And then just a a little bit about uh, the schedule. At 8.30 every morning, we will be offering instructions and they'll build on one another as the retreat uh, continues. And there'll be a a Dharma talk in the afternoon at four o'clock. And then also in the evening at 7.45, there's a there's going to be a sit, but also a, a time for question and answers. 
And what we invite you to do is if you have any questions to write us, write the questions, we're not going to be doing it verbally, but to write um, us a note of a question and then we'll, we'll see how many there are, but we'll get to it um, as, as best we can or uh, pick a select few. You can just leave those questions up on the board where it says teachers there on the board that I think uh, was shown to you uh, yesterday. And we'll be doing that every evening at 7.45. Also, beginning tomorrow, we will be uh, offering practice discussions. We'll just these individual times to hang out with us and talk about your practice. And we'll have uh, sign-ups for that, which we'll probably... Uh, uh, we'll talk more in detail about that either a little bit later on today or tomorrow morning, but that will be uh, coming tomorrow. And then also you'll see on the schedule when, when you see it that at 2.30 p.m. and then at 7.15 p.m. we're going to do a little bit different way of walking meditation, which is uh, more of a Zen style where we're going to be uh, doing walking meditation as a group um, walking in a circle just around the deck uh, downstairs. And in particular, how this will work is that we'll ring the bell, the, 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 the end of the sit, we'll, we'll, uh, the uh, practice leader will ring the bell and we'll end the sit. And then we'll meet downstairs and line up in a very similar fashion as if you're lining up for uh, the meal. And then we'll just take some time just to actually do some standing meditation. And we'll be there just for Max and I or Max or I, uh, just to be in a group in a line, uh, a standing. And then uh, we'll uh, walk out as a group and begin to walk around the deck in a clockwise fashion. The nice thing is, is that um, feel free while we're walking around. You can bow out of that line if you need to get a drink of water or use the bathroom. Um, and then you can bow back into the line. You can just um, come to the end of the line. So you can come move in and out of this kind of group walking meditation. Or if, or at the very beginning, you're not there when we begin, that's okay. Maybe you need to go use the bathroom or get a drink of water or stretch. So you can join or leave that group walking meditation whenever you want to. So it's not like restricted. You have to be there the entire time. Um, yeah. Great, and I think that's that's about it just for the unfolding of our day together and uh, announcements today. I'll, I'll just say a little bit about the walking practice, um, but just one one uh, one little tip for those of you who are going to be practice leaders and up here and ringing the bell. Um, it's nice to err on the side of ringing the bell softly, to at least for the first one. And then, you know, you can always go louder if you need to. Um, and and that's, a, that's a wonderful practice itself. Just ringing the bell is this great, you know, the kind of the sensitivity and the sort of harmonizing and, you know, and just however it is, it is. But um, just wanted to kind of mention that. Um, and um, so 
Brian talked about the group walking that we'll be doing um, at 2, 2.15 and, and 7.15, uh, 2.30 and 7.15. And then in the other periods, we're going to do the, the, the Vipassana-style walking that those of you who have been on retreat here or been on other retreats probably familiar with, which is um, basically finding a place where where you can walk back and forth, you know, or, you know and maybe something like the length of here to the wall or, or longer, or, you know, could be in the walking room, it could be on the deck, it could be outside. And the idea is that rather than just um, taking a stroll, which is, which is nice, which you can also do at some point, um, t- that it's a sort of deliberate um, walking about 10 or 15 steps and then stopping and turning around and walking back. And so something in the mind can relax when we don't have to think about where am I going? What's, you know, what's the route? What's the, what's the scenery? You may be noticing, you know, um, many things, but it's like the primary practice or the primary focus of awareness is just simply the sensations in the body of walking. So um, one of the ways I think about it is that um, the feet become sponges, you know, and they're like just absorbing sensations. Um, so to keep the mind in the, in the legs, in the feet, feeling the body, um, And so, so play with it, explore it. Um, but sometimes there can be a tendency to see the walking, me- walking periods as a little bit of a break or a little bit of a sort of, you know, less, um, you know, less important practice than the sitting. And so just see how, you know, how, how it is for you, how you're relating to it with the encouragement of keeping the same mind that we have the same awareness, the same sense of um, acceptance, of, of ease, um, and, and just carrying that into the walking, you know? So, so the mind is the same. And um, walking is a wonderful practice. It's a, it's a nice energetic balance to the stillness, the sitting. So, so notice how, how your energy is. There may be times when if you're feeling especially sleepy or tired to walk a little faster, you know, stand up a little straighter, maybe take a, a longer walk and just just build up the energy a little bit. Um, or if you feel that there's a lot of stillness in the sitting and um, a lot of calm, a lot of concentration, it may feel natural to slow down a little bit, you know, to walk at a slower pace than normal walking in and, and just savor those sensations, you know. I mean, it's so simple. It's, it's, you know, we walk all the time, but to, but to have walking as, to learn, to learn how to walk as a meditation is a very useful way of practicing because it's something that we do in our everyday life. You know, we're always taking steps, we're always walking, 
always moving from one place to another. So each of those uh, can be can be times for awareness, times for building awareness, um, and 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 just find a pace that feels natural and feels comfortable, not to go. If you try to go too slowly, which I've done, y- you may fall over. <laughs> too ambitiously slowly. Um, you know, there's, there's no reason to go particularly one speed or another. So uh, one of the benefits of, of slowing down a little bit is that we tend to, when we slow down, we can see more. We can see more of what's happening. We can see, see more clearly. So like if I'm just walking at my normal pace, I might just make a little note in the mind, you know, stepping, 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 stepping. And then if I'm a little slower, then, then the different parts of each step can become more clear. So then I might be able to note just with a little word in the mind, you know, oh, lifting, placing. Lifting, placing, lifting, placing. And so, you know, you know just, just to play with it. Um, having that little note in the mind is helpful because it gives the thinking mind something to do. You know, and we're, we're so, you know, conditioned to just think and kind of dream. And, and so, it, you know, just something of like stepping or left and right or, you know, whatever, whatever comes to you. And then if you really notice that you've just been uh, lost in, in thought, um, what I like to do is just stop. Just stop wherever I am on my path and breathe and be there and stand and just enjoy that. And when I've reconnected, I just continue walking. So, um, and so encourage you to use the full walking period, you know, as much as feels appropriate for you keeping that continuity. Um, during our group walks, we'll prob- we probably will, it'll be shorter. It won't take up the full walking period. Um, and then as Brian said, you know, just to, just to say again, um, the first day is the first day. And it's um, often there can be a lot of um, sleepiness and, and other, you know, just the, just we're just catching up with ourselves. So to just be soft, you know, uh, be soft, be kind to yourself, and um, but hang in there, hang in there with awareness, with the continuity of the practice, and and just follow the schedule. You know, it's 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 gonna be so simple. So, okay. Thank you. <laughs>